We also need to understand that when our spouses use these blunders, remember it's an, an exaggerated um, reflection of the situation. And therefore, we should not take the words literally, but respond with love, patience, and kindness. Welcome to the Reconnected Marriage Partners Podcast. Hi, we are David and Eben, your host on the show. We know what it's like to feel less connected as a couple while juggling the increasing responsibilities and demands of work, life, and parenthood. We also know what it feels like to achieve a deeper level of connection and intimacy in marriage while raising a family. If you're ready to reconnect on a deeper level, reignite the passion in your marriage, and enjoy a more exciting and satisfying marriage, even if you're raising children with limited time, this podcast was made for you. Be prepared to be empowered and inspired to build the strong and connected marriage you truly desire. Alright, let's light up that spark. Come on! Hi friend, and welcome to another inspiring episode on the show. Today I'm going to be your host and we are going to talk about a topic that can help your marriage. And what am I talking about? Communication. I know, don't, don't worry, we won't be spending the whole day here because <laughs> communication is a broad, broad, broad topic. You know, the way we communicate with our spouses can either strengthen or weaken our connection in marriage. One of the ways my wife and I have strengthened our marriage, pardon me, and grown together as a team involves the way we have communicated with each other. Just like it would be tough to work well with others and build happy relationships with others if there's a gap in communication, our marriages are not an exception. Like I said, communication is a broad topic to discuss in one episode. But today I will be sharing three communication blunders, so you could even call them mistakes, that you need to avoid. It makes it harder for spouses to connect with each other when these blunders take place. And it can also result in putting a distance between spouses. Let me start by giving a relatable scenario. John arrives home late from work. Again, this is the fourth time this has happened this month. His wife, Simbi, <laughs> you know, had prepared a special dinner and she was expecting his return. She wanted to surprise him and hopefully spend some intimate time with him. She missed their time together and it seemed like they have had busy schedules both at home and at work. But as soon as John arrives home, Simbi blotted out. You are always late. Why didn't you call me earlier to say that you'll be 30 minutes late? You always do this. <laughs> In response, John gets defensive and instead shifts the blame on Simbi by saying, You never appreciate what I do. Why do you always talk like this? You don't know how my day has been so far. Are you not glad that I arrived home safely? Hmm. Now, there are a lot of things wrong with this communication. Are you able to identify them? Maybe there are even some other underlining issues, but you know what? I'll leave that for some other time. 
Now I would just like to address and identify the three communication blunders in this conversation between John and Simbi. The first one is using you instead of I at the beginning of that conversation. I'll explain further. The next one is using always in the conversation and also using never. Let's begin with the first. Using you instead of I. Like he stated, you are always late. The use of you at the beginning of that statement seems accusatory, especially when it goes with always and never. You always, you never. Before I change the scenario, let me address the other two blunders. That's the using always and never. When we use always and never in our conversation, it presents an exaggeration of the situation which in most cases, it's not true. First off, the statement of you always come late is not true. Same with she is always like that. Now, according to the scenario, it was the fourth time he was late that month. So we could imply or deduce then that he has just been late four times. So why do we go with always. I don't also think she's always like that. (laughs) Like, Like what actually? Finally, does she really never appreciate him? Although not in this scenario, but she had called him and thanked him today for dropping off the kids when the bus was cancelled. You know, she also said thank you for ironing the clothes on Sunday. Do you get my point? Using never and always should be avoided in our conversation, especially when we are trying to address a situation. As we arm ourselves with this awareness, let's see how this scenario could have played out if those blunders were avoided. Here we go. John gets into the house and Simbi says, Welcome back, dear. How was work today? She goes, welcomes him with a kiss. When he settles in, she then says, Honey, I want to speak to you about something. Is this a good time? John responds, Sure. Then she continues, Thanks, dear. You know, I feel unimportant to you when you come home late. And especially when you don't let me know that you will be coming late. This has happened a couple of times this month. Well, John's response, not being defensive, but actually taking responsibility for his actions, he responds, Honey, I'm so sorry about that. I do care about you and I love you. I know I've come in late a number of times this month, There's been a lot going on at work lately. I'm so sorry. I should have let you know that I will be coming home late again. It is nice to be home and I thank you for cooking this nice meal. And Simbi replies, you are welcome. I missed you. 
I was hoping we could spend some time together tonight because we've had a busy month. It's nice to have you back home. How is work going, by the way? Now, just check that out. Wouldn't this be so lovely? A scenario you would want to be involved in. In marriage, sometimes things happen. We may be upset with each other at one time or the other, but we can avoid allowing an issue to escalate by improving our communication skills. Before we wrap up, I'll need you to know this. When you use the three communication blunders or mistakes such as the using you instead of I, using never and using always, using these blunders bring about a higher chance of resulting in a defensive spouse because it seems more like an attack and it could also result in issues escalating which can be energy draining and time consuming in some cases, especially when one or both partners are stressed. We also need to understand that when our spouses use these blunders, remember it's an, an exaggerated um, reflection of the situation and therefore we should not take the words literally, but respond with love, patience and kindness. The question to think of before responding is this. What is the goal of this communication and conversation? Is my goal to communicate, to connect, or communicate, to clash? If you struggle with communicating with, with your spouse, you're not alone. A number of people have this challenge. But as you practice, you get better at communicating with your spouse. Here's a tip for you. Lead by example. Even if you notice that your spouse is making one of these communication blunders, take responsibility for your own actions. This is one way to teach another person, in this case your spouse, how to communicate better by showing it through your actions. Definitely, it may not be easy, especially if you've not done it before. But as you practice and practice, it becomes easier. Don't be surprised that your spouse will begin to calm down more and want to listen to you even more. Let me end with this story. I remember in the heat of a conversation um, I had with my wife. And I had said to my wife, why are you always doing this? <laughs> when the words came out from my mouth, I realized that I used the word always. And so, guess what? I retracted. I apologized to my wife made her understand that, no, I know it's not always. Sorry, I said that. You know, this was me being self-aware of the words that came out of my mouth and realizing the exaggeration in my words. You can also do the same. I encourage you to begin to practice your communication free of exaggerations and see how your marriage connection turns for the better. Till next week. God bless you and yours. Stay connected. Shalom. If you like that among show, please don't forget to leave a review to spread the love. Hi, friend. If you've been inspired or found value in this episode, one of the best ways to thank us is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. 
We would love to hear from you. Please feel free to share this episode with friends and family. And together, we can build stronger marriages, families, and communities. Stay connected. Shalom.